0: Thanks for coming on. Um, I would, so to start off, would you like to do an introduction of yourself, just kind of what you do now, what you've been doing in the past? Um, yes. Well, my name is Roland uh,
1: Becerra. Um, I am a uh, professor of illustration at uh, Boise State uh, University here in, in, in lovely uh, Boise, Idaho. Um, I'm a filmmaker, I guess, experimental filmmaker, and I'm a graphic novelist, I guess, you know, um, and my background is really in fine arts, Um a background in, in painting primarily. I went to school for that. Um, I did my undergraduate at the School of the Institute of Chicago, and my master's at the Yale School of Art, um, and somehow life brought me here. It's too Boise,
0: Gotcha. And you are currently, like, touring with a film, right, uh, Agatha?
1: Yes, yes. Agatha has been playing all over the world um, and winning, you know, all kinds of uh, pretty cool awards, particularly in, in like, the, the horror genre, which that seems to be the, the audience for it. Um, Agatha is interesting because they've also been... Um, middle of a lot of negotiations talks uh with hollywood and and trying to figure out the next steps and i think with the with everything happening with with um you know union strike it is affecting what what we can do um and because uh part of the graphic novel is that uh we have been pitching it as a series and mm-hmm. so it's been uh you know we have people excited about that and so yeah when i don't want to go to too many details because things are sort of in you know the conversation has been is is constantly evolving and changing so but that's primarily what's been going on so i work on a graphic novel and i do weekly talks with different producers and and it's been going on that way all summer and um and I'm hoping to have the graphic novel done by the end of the summer, or at least early fall, and that's part of my pitch, part of my, um, I guess, um, I guess the, the agatha proof of concept, which is the film and and the graphic novel.
0: Okay. What well, and why did you decide to go into horror? Was there something about that that you wanted to to move with? I, I
1: mean, ah. Uh... I just love horror i mean yeah i'm, a, I'm a, sort of like a just I, I like the dramatic imagery i like the genre um i like that there's the horror is a great way to talk about all kinds of social issues Um, mm-hmm. uh, it's a it's a great vehicle to get people in you know it's just a subversive way to talk about almost any issue in a way that is uh keeps people engaged it's hard to do that with with dramas or you know uh, because people automatically see it as I got to eat my vegetables. This is sort of something that it's, you know, I I'll have to endure. But horror isn't. Horror is, is meant to be entertaining and, and visceral um, and exciting, you know. And I mean, some horror. I mean, definitely the kind of horror that I'm interested in definitely is more like Agatha is more cerebral, more, uh, you know, the tone of it isn't bombastic, but a, a slow burn. Um, so, but either way, um, it's, yeah, it's my favorite genre of film. I mean, it's, you know, uh, and it, it was, it's the one that I'm the most fun working in visually, especially with an experimental film where I use a lot of, you know, uh, sort of colorful kinds of scenes and that are, you know, moody and strange. Horror lends itself for like, you know, to like the strange sort of like nightmarish type visions that I'm interested in
0: yeah you mentioned the writer strike that, that's something i wanted to bring up so with the writer strike obviously one of the reasons that they're doing that is that the ceos want to use ai to kind of show likeness of actors and you know maybe do some productions like there was the uh, marvel show that came out about, the, about a month ago called secret invasion and there's like scenes did, in the, the intro there. intro in ai um, yeah i wanted to ask you do you think so you said that you want to talk about subversive topics like in in like horror films you think think that's like a really smart way do you think that is one of the reasons that ai like wouldn't work in sort of developing films because most films are people's ways of talking about themselves or things that they're experiencing in life whereas an ai might not fully understand that concept at least not through an emotional perspective at least
1: yeah uh, that's my belief system um ais become uh, a big conversation in this in this whole thing talking to Hollywood, um, and I, I, you know, I think there's an assumption with people who don't make films or make move, you know, make uh, art. I guess that they're more business people. There's an assumption that AI can do anything, you mm-hmm. know, because like, they see a, a few clips and it looks very pretty. It looks very, you know, it can capture the pastiche of something. Uh, it's, I mean. <sighs> you know, I don't think people can sit through an hour of that or two hours of that, you know, uh, of just pretty pictures that don't have any emotional, you know, you can't emotionally connect with it. It's like, it was like sitting through a video game at this stage right now. AI to me reminds me of, of more of all CGI than it does um, real reality. It doesn't remind me of reality. And and it's partly because the well even in the stories i mean i am very fascinated by i and i do watch any kind of ai short films i'm interested in the kind of scripts it can write i'm interested in what the limits are and the you know the the limits there's a lot of limits it 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 really can't be subversive it could only mimic you know what's been done before um human beings have a point of view because you know we know we we understand uh you know, love, hate. You know, we we understand emotions in a way that AI can only mimic. You know, so. Um, but I think the writer strike and the actor strike is significantly important because it. I mean, studios. I mean, they're. I mean, God, even like that job opening at Netflix for a right,
0: million dollars. Yeah.
1: Yeah, an AI expert and amazon also has a, a job opening for an ai expert yeah Um. Uh, they because these people they think you can do anything with AI. if you just have somebody who who's more of an engineer and i think one of the problems of hollywood it's a, it's built it, there's so many technicians you know what i mean out there and they just assume that well ai just is just another technician um and you just need like a good director and, and it all take care of itself but it's not just that it's a collaborative process um and I me mean, i watched oppenheimer this weekend and you yeah, know, I, I will. It had a movie that had no CGI, it had no effects, it, you know. Um, it had the, the the effects were the actors, you know, where it was the writing, was the the um, brilliant performances. And I felt so much over every shot, every scene, every interaction that the, the, the actors had. And it's because you know they're people. Um, and um, and and I, I yeah, AI yeah, is not. I, I've seen some really interesting stuff that AI can do, but it can't. It, it can't look at me and I can and, and show me a soul. You know, it can You know, it doesn't have that uniqueness that every human being has. You know, it's just so. Uh, I'm 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 very much against AI. You know, and at least at the at its form now, I'm not against it in terms of its own types of films. AI films could be its own category the way like you know there's there's different forms of animated films. But I think there's, yeah, I think there's, um you know, the danger in, in thinking that AI can can replace these jobs and then losing thousands of jobs from very creative, smart people.
0: Um, yeah, but, it's, it's interesting that you mentioned uh, Oppenheimer. I've seen it twice now. And I think that one of the things that is really interesting that I think the audience relates to, um, kind of when they're watching the movie is the fact that they, have heard about the method acting involved in the movie because like we're humans and we relate to other people doing their job. And so when I was watching the movie, I kept thinking about how like skinny and unwell Killian Murphy seems in the movie. And I read that he didn't eat dinner for like six straight months. He only had two meals a day. And to me, when I was reading about it, I was like, wow, that, cause that's his interpretation of like the guilt that Oppenheimer felt he couldn't even eat you know yeah yeah so he fasted, I think he that's a part of it is like the we relate to like the human or like you know people now will say that one of the reasons the Dark Knight did so much successful was because Heath Ledger like drank himself to death like a week before it came yeah out. and people were like oh my goodness he like went insane playing this insane character and that is what the interesting part is yeah. it just goes through the formula like it just goes well, yeah
1: I mean, there was nothing like what Lee Ledger did, nothing like it before he did it. AI can only take what's been done before. So that type of innovation can only come from a mind that is um, pushed to the extreme, you know? And I don't know if, if, if computers have, have that capability. Like Even like, even those self-driving cars, the reason they haven't worked out, you know, is that, they they do great if all the other drivers were, 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 were also robots, but they don't do well because humans are so unpredictable. Mm-hmm. We drive is so predictable, so it's constantly getting into accidents because it doesn't, it can't figure out human beings the way human beings think. Because human beings are, are, are you know you know sometimes functioning on, on on instinct and and they have you know they they have all these thoughts going on in their heads while they're driving. They're not really, you know, they, hard to predict. And uh, and, the, and the robot can't predict it, so that to me is AI cannot predict it. Uh, you know, we cannot predict what a human's going to do next. So how can AI you know do so? So uh, yeah, and, and those performances. I mean, part of making films is that discovery. You know, you're working with an actor; they they make a decision you never planned. No matter how well you plan your movie, at least from my experience. There are so many variables that change once a human being becomes that character, starts like playing around with different ideas. And, and sometimes, yeah, knowing, I think directing is more about like knowing what not to do, you know, knowing when to sort of like let, let the actor um, bring something to the role. And, and it's not always about controlling everything. So um, yeah, I, that, that process is, can, can be messy and weird you know, and unpredictable, um, and writing is the same way, right, writing can be moments of joy, moments of, of torture, and and sometimes you push to the end, and then once in a while, something really unique and special comes out of it, and that's, you know, our brains uh, don't process information like AI, we can take very little information, somebody who's never written anything before can use their own personal life experience and write a brilliant story, you know, um, AI needs billions of terabytes of information to do anything you know and so it's just it's it just yeah I just find it like, like so cumbersome you know mm-hmm.
0: um, yeah, something you said there this is one of the, one of the main questions I kind of wanted to, to bring up to you is film I think at this point is besides music probably the most popular form of entertainment around the world and something that I was thinking about when I was reading these like interviews about the writer strike and the actor strike is what do you think it is about movies that people enjoy about them? Because the more I watch movies, the more I think it's our relation to what's happening on screen rather than us going through this like journey of the film. Mm-hmm. An example of this was um, last year, the movie After Sun came out. And uh, the film is, it it has moments that are fictional, um, like Paul Mascal is in it. But the film is, the director's recreation of the last time she saw her dad, and so it's only set over like three days. And intercepted in the film is actual VHS tapes like of her and her father right before he um, disappeared. We're never told like what the reason why was, but the whole thing about the film that makes it interesting is because you're watching it in relation to you, like getting to experience her life. Yeah. And the end of the film is like it zooms out and it's her watching the film after son and it's the director on like on the couch and she's like clearly very emotional and so it's that experience of like you're getting to see her relationship with her parents and then that makes you question your own relationship with your parents for me like certainly I watched the movie I was like wow like there's really only so much time left for everyone um like as humans and I think yeah, I'm. I'm curious what your what you think that the aspect of film is that make it such a like versatile thing that everyone wants to watch movies.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, any, I think, uh, yeah, I think as film, there is a collaboration between the filmmaker and the audience. You know, the, the, we, the audience, even with with the painting as well, we bring so much of ourselves. Uh, into the artwork we you know it gives us something and we give something back you know um and you know yeah for me great films I mean the ones that uh, I really relate to it's a lot of it is because yeah i i' I'm, I'm living their lives I'm living a life i'm um I'm, I'm experiencing you know I'm working on my own issues through the characters you know uh, and you know, it's really important that we know that it's that it's if somebody we can touch and feel um that is going through something that we can learn you know from their own mistakes You learn from their own you know um you know when they're happy we feel happy when they're sad we feel sad, we cry you know um now yeah that's yeah I, you you know i mean i mean acting is an art form you know it, it, it's it's a, a it's about craft the same way making a painting drawing is you know and there's definitely writing is also uh, the, the, the same way but you know it yeah it's a mystery honestly i mean it's a mystery what what makes something so powerful you know mm-hmm. i just, i mean if i had if i had the answer then it wouldn't be interesting anymore i mean the, Part of the you know, what makes the art form interesting to me is that it's it's something that oftentimes you can't put into words, something that you feel, you either feel it or you don't feel it, you know, once it's in, sometimes if you intellectualize something too much, it becomes, you know, pretentious, you know, you can't really, um, you know, you lose that that, that human uh, connection to it, you know, so there's a reason why certain characters in film become part of our history to so not just a separate thing They become literally part of our history growing up this person's as as, as real to us as our parents as a friend you know even though they were just in a character in some movie for two hours you know but that that impact of that relationship that we develop with with certain fictional characters that's special you know that's uh, that that you know um you know yeah i I mean relating it to ai um you know i i don't think people have relationships with video game characters the same way they have with real people playing a character you know Mm -hmm. um and i think that's what ai ultimately is it's 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 a you know um you know, when you look at the, even a performance of Indiana Jones or nothing, you know, take the first one, whatever, there's like millions of little details that goes into Harrison Ford's performance, his physical performance, down to every, you know, the, you know, down to his fingertips, you know, there's, there's just like so many little things that are happening or seem invisible to us, but if analyzed, you're like, wow, he's doing a lot physically, you know, Mm. Uh, I, that's, because it's, it's it's his whole soul, his whole his whole skill set, is everything he has is in the, these performances. Yeah, I don't know. Compare um, can improvise with so many unpredictable little parts that are that that are that are like you know, you know, if, if analyzed, yeah, are like something you can't really imitate, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but anyways, for me, definitely the film film is 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 um you know um. It's a living dream, you know, and um, you know, it's it, it's a good film will stay with you and become a memory in your life, you know, and 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 that's you know.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I watched this interview once with uh, Roger Deakins, the cinematographer, and they asked him. Their first question in the interview was, uh, "How do you become a good cinematographer?" And that was just their intro uh, question, and he was very interesting. He was like, "I have no idea." And he said, he's like, <laughs> I can just try to take a, you know, how to like frame it well or good lighting or things like that, but that's not really what you're paying attention to in a movie. And then he kind of paused for a second. He was like, I, I think when I make a movie, I'm just curious what it's like to be someone else. Like, I'm just filming someone else and I'm curious, like, what I wonder what their life is like. And I wonder if that will impact my life at all. And it's funny, I watched that years ago and I just recently read through uh, Creativity Incorporated, which is the um, autobiography by Ed Catmull, who is one of the two founders of Pixar. And he was talking about how when they started working on a film, every time they start working on it, they have a meeting with their five creative leads and all of their films come from just some emotional crux that they themselves were sort of dealing with. Mm-hmm. And that is kind of, why their films especially their early films are so touching is that they were coming from a very human sensibility um for instance like Toy Story they were saying that John Lasseter was kind of scared of the fact that he was getting older um he was like dealing with the fact that he was like aging and he was apparently he had like been cleaning out like his attic and stuff and he was just like man I used to play with all these toys and I was a lot happier then and I was I had a lot more imagination then <laughs> and that's kind of what like led into that um and uh in the case of like uh finding nemo it was a very similar thing of like it was uh Andrew Stan's relationship with his father and how it kind of had gone through all these like tumultuous times and stuff like that mm. um, and i was thinking about yeah. that and i was like yeah that's the thing about that is that means all those films come from uh sort of human weakness which i think is like i think that at the end of the day is what i think the problem with uh letting AI write some a movie for us is that it doesn't have weakness and so it
1: doesn't understand the, yeah the, um exactly you know um yeah it's a good way of looking at it. I mean yeah I mean human weakness it, is an interesting term because it, it is uh yeah you know, what it it's what makes stories um it's what makes a story. I mean, it's, it is that weakness. It is that inability to, to overcome something, you know? Um, I mean, the story ends with (laughs) what what they do. So, but, but that journey, I mean, yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really interested to see uh, if, what happens when film studios start writing scripts through with AI and then bring because the fact they still have to bring a human writer to make it and to sound human, you know, what happens um you know yeah when the writer essentially has to you know make it the the script that maybe is perfect and all it's like you know understanding all the formulas of screenwriting the and then a human writer has to come in and break it and and make it to make it human it has to be it has to be somehow flawed you know mm. um you know and you know what's that process going to be like you know I, and i mean I, I think it's a dehumanizing process to have to, to ask a human being to edit what a machine does you know but yeah. it um you know I mean, because I do, I like using chat GPT to write emails and stuff, but oftentimes I write something, it doesn't sound human. It's it's like, it, it sounds so robotic. And even though they got all the sentence structures correctly and everything is written correctly and it's like, and like, man, it's, you can't talk to somebody that way because then you don't have, you come across as if you're not even human, not even, you, you, they, like, you they can't, have a they don't have a picture of who's writing this in their mind yeah, so it's very
0: disingenuous,
1: yeah, just, it just you know um, and I do think that yes. is dangerous to sort of like embrace that more and more um and so sometimes i yeah I like the idea of of embracing more i guess our imperfections you know, and maybe what we thought of as you know as as uh as imperfect is probably what's beautiful about you know human you know Human heart, you know, um, and maybe it is even we, you, you know, you wonder like even in film. I mean, a lot of times the mistakes are left in there because they're 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 more real. They 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 add to the film somehow, you know. Mm. Um, and yeah, I don't, you know, I mean, yeah, these are topics that are yeah, hard to put into words. I mean, yes, I mean, I, um, you know. Yeah. And I definitely, even if I talk about my own work, I mean, they definitely, it definitely comes from a place, a dark place, a place that unresolved issues, you know, um, um, moments of failure, moments of uh, regret, um, moments of like death and experiencing death, um, people you love. That's the place that my work comes from, you know, Mm -hmm. and, um, and it comes from a place of sadness, you know, from a place that I wish wasn't there. You know what I mean? So, um, and I think that's true for anyone who, because this isn't like, why would anybody want to put themselves through this process of, it's hard work, you know? Yeah. So that longing of something that's missing, something that that, that, you, that you're working through is, um, yeah, it's that that little bit, I guess that, I mean, Yeah, that, that, uh, not to say it's torture, but sometimes, I mean, it could be both the most exciting, wonderful experience working on something, but it could also be like where you feel most like a failure, you know, as well, you know? Mm -hmm. And yeah, um, you know, I don't know yet. I, you know, I, yeah i i don't know how that can be replaced by a machine hmm. yeah. and and i think these um these writers and actors you know um yeah they deserve to have the dignity they deserve to to i mean the fact that 95% of these of people who make these films and and tv shows can make a living um yeah. who have
0: to have, you know i
1: mean you know is um yeah I that yeah no i i think it's uh yeah. I, mean, I, I mean i'm coming at things probably more from a lefty perspective i'm general i think that you know unions are good for, for our country and, and um so i want if this fails i think it's it's going to destroy unions across the board whatever's left of them you know if this right. succeeds i i think unions will, will have a more a little more power to sort of um rise in you know in other fields and in other industries too So I I definitely care about it, even beyond what's happening with uh, Hollywood, but just um, in terms of having a country that's not, uh, you know, um, completely, um, you know, left where we're completely left to, to the, to the most powerful few people in this world to sort of uh, decide how we live our lives, you know.
0: Right, yeah. So, um, yeah. well we are running out of time because i refuse to pay for the premium subscription of zoom so uh i want to give you a chance so where can we find you at i know agatha is not available like streaming yet but yeah that's
1: by design because it's funny because it's like you know i've had because i've had like 14 offers for you know i just just straight up having a film on 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 like uh, these platforms and it uh you know it's you know it's it's kind of in a complicated process because uh, there's the agatha that is the 60 minutes that went to these festivals but then i have this like 90 minute film that i never showed anybody and that but it needs some work it needs it actually needs some you know because you know, the voice acting wasn't great so there's a lot that you know so that is requiring to have other people come on board and then there's yes turning it into a series so it's like there's um uh yeah having wanted it w- w- would not have been in our in best interest to just to you know um just have it just be in some platform and that's what people you know what I mean and, and um as opposed to doing it you know um going for, for, for like a much bigger um project with it so yeah so that, that is why it's not you know um you know not on like, you know one of the streaming platforms but I I hope to see it under in those platforms in the future but the version that i'm more proud of because i think there's a lot that you know i couldn't do because of you know lack of uh you know, fi- you know just to, just to, you know just me doing it all you know oh well, me and my wife doing it all but it was like just two
0: two people just
1: having this vision this dream making this film but you know in the end it takes mo- a lot more money than that
0: gotcha so we can expect updates on that soon and you have a website that's under just your name correct
1: yeah my website under my name has all my all my projects on uh, you know i'm currently doing and then i have the agatha website and i have my instagram which is just my name
0: okay um.